0: Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign.
1: My name is Moss, I use z them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame.
2: My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling.
3: My name is Haz, I use they them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard.
4: I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he him pronouns.
0: Okay, so, our intrepid heroes, uh, who have just hit level 10, by the way. Have been on a perilous journey to the realm of a dead god. They have made their way through the labyrinthine ways of the realm of Stonewalker, the god of mysticism. They met, declined to fight, were followed by and accidentally released an angel of that god who is now uh, somewhere doing something. I'm sure that's fine. They also found, rather more happily, both Ril's mother Mila and uh, four of Mila's original squad members who had survived in that realm for some number of years, having been trapped there during the war 100 years ago, although somewhat less than 100 years from their perspective, time was a little woogly in there. But they have achieved this, they have escaped that realm. And ma- and teleported back to uh, the underside of the world. You are currently at the cabal of the golden Flame, which has uh, agreed to host you for the time being. Uh, you've had a proper night's sleep. you've had a chance to wash your socks. <laughs> uh, and you are currently co- you are, you are now reconvening uh, for a conversation about what to do next. Uh, is there anyone you would like to sort of pull in NPC-wise for this conversation?
1: I feel like maybe Zuchet and Mila.
0: Um, yeah, that makes sense. I can. Mm-hmm. We, we can, can declare that to be. something so. among
1: <laughs> us, but then sort of check it against them. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: That that makes sense. So if um, if we say that you are um on one of the big tables in like the mess hall, with Zuchet and Mila, to, uh, to make your plans. Zuchet has offered you all coffee. Um, it is, of course, not coffee, or even from <laughs> Will's perspective, coffee. So it's up to you whether you want to take this. I'll always take a weird stimulant liquid. Okay, you have, you have, you have, you have a cup of weird stimulant liquid. It well, is fruity. I've, look, I've got to bring the salt vibes at all times. <laughs> <laughs> trick has got. It's one of the mugs that's meant for the tabaxi, because there are tabaxi and gnomes who have quite different body sizes, so it's not actually a full-on gnomish mug. But even a tabaxi mug in Trick's hands is not large. Trick has a surprisingly small mug of coffee. Uh, It tastes... If you're being polite, you would say it tastes tart. If you're being rude, then it's sour uh, and also fruity and not coffee-ish in any way.
1: Hmm. Well, first among our plans, we've got to get back topside. Um, We won't be able to teleport all of us, so perhaps we could all make the trek back to the staircase? Or if Mila and crew wanted to go by stair and then by boat to Kemadosh, the rest of us could teleport to the White Forest to...
0: This is the way down that uh, you were telling me about, real.
4: Yes. Um, it's a, a long staircase. It has some dangers in it, but it has friends at the bottom.
1: Or from this angle, the top. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, if, it, if it comes out uh, the the spindle temple, I think we can probably make our way from there. If it's, it's, if it's not... peacetime up top, then that seems it workable. Is.
2: There's a knock no or there's a on. special button or something as well. Okay. We'll all have taken notes. Just, just mm-hmm. so that
0: they'll need to know that. I'll, make, I'll, I'll get your notes off we you before we, before we set off. That's a good a good point. All right, yeah. And um, directions from here to, to the bottom, or perhaps one of Zuchet's one of people could, could be spared for a few days and, and show us the way. Zuchet um, nods and says, we can find someone. That's fine. We've got we've got spare, spare bodies. I can teleport us, meaning you, foreign myself, uh, up top. I can go to Vanga, but I can go to the White Forest. If that's where you want to be. I've got a rock from it, so I can do that with pretty good certainty.
1: Yes, um, we've got the wedding to attend briefly, which is in the White Forest. Trick that's that is coming up soon isn't it
2: well i mean not for not for a while i mean it's it was just it was just midsummer i say forgetting about the time dilation effect
3: i mean i it might not be midsummer anymore how long did what? they say past time time passed a month could go the opposite way maybe we've been down there longer how long have we been away
0: about a month Luchette agrees 30 Three days, I think it worked out. There you go. I wouldn't then, mind doing yeah, I mean, coming myself, out. actually. Uh, not for your wedding, although that sounds lovely. Um, I had a thought that we had with us originally, we had three finished circlets that we were trying to attune. We never got any of them attuned. But those finished ones might still be buried in debris somewhere I don't know but up there if I retrace our steps if I figure out what happened after I uh, exited the scene I might be able to find those and if you were looking for another another gem at the same time we could double our chances
2: I mean we'd need a way back to one of the dead gods realms Hmm.
4: well um, I think there, there could be an an entrance or two in, in Kemadosh, and if there isn't people at the temple might know a direction to point us in
1: at least hmm. That seems like a strong pathway because at least we have people who can give us information whereas any other way we're just kind of guessing mm-hmm. and real, that would give you an opportunity to Talk to your parents Together Yes, definitely,
5: I I would like that I as well
0: (laughs) Where is Commodore, anyway?
4: It's, um It's south from Shell Bay um, Across the mountain
0: On the ragged coast Ah Down south Is it south from where we currently are? I have no idea South from the White Forest yeah, as it matters
2: no I suppose it would be north of where we are because we're not that far from the spire
0: then it would be west don't know if it's still west if we're underneath that's probably a question for philosophers
2: alright well hang on I um, I'll, I'll gesture at Bill and be like do you have some sort of do you have some sort of rough map or something in your notes or, or at least a piece yeah. of paper we can sketch it out on
4: I've been trying to make a map, but it's gotten a little mm, mixed up with all of our travels but here, we can take a look at least
5: Okay So, here's the spire White Forest would be at
0: uh, the, the top the north of the continent there uh, Oh, mountains, yes so just at the base of the mountains uh, over here, so west of the spire but fairly substantial trip even by boat so we won't be there Instantly,
2: hmm. it
0: would make sense. I think for us to, to meet up there once you've done your your work in the north.
2: I'll trace out on the map and say so. We'd be going past. So we'd either be wanting to go through Eisenbrook, Dural, and Shell Bay, Camadosh. Is that how you've marked out where you went, where you've been before? Yes, exactly. Or we could take a direct route down through Archester, but then I don't know if there's a pass. Is there a pass anywhere up there? No, I say no, having no
0: familiarity people. with Western geography. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we took the underground route to get up to Prowlgren, so, I, which I mm, suspect is not in good repair anymore.
1: There is business we could take care of in Eisenbrook if we went down through Eisenbrook. Oh, your friend? Yes. yes.
5: Didn't you get the diamonds already?
1: I am cringing because I don't remember if we did get them or if we decided that we would probably get more money before we had a chance to go back to Eisenbrooks.
2: I have no recollection. I know you have the diamonds for um the lesser thing, but I can't remember yeah. myself.
4: Yeah, I have. I have a diamond. I have a diamond for Revivify, but I, I mean, to be fair, we have quite a bit of of money and and such now, so we could just maybe buy um, the amount we'd need
2: Hmm I mean, it's all mountains up up that end, so as like as not, or we could detour in the White Forest there's mining towns out west And they might Um, have
4: some um, near Dural as well if they're still mining
2: True enough and I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm currently carrying more than the, more than all our more than more than all our holdings worth. So, you know, I should hope we can get one diamond, even if it's a big one.
1: Yeah, I've got personally half the amount, so I'm sure between all of us we can manage. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so far the plan is, Zuchet teleports. The five of us up to the White Forest. Mm-hmm. Zuchet goes looking for the intact crown. And we go to... Um, oh, gosh.
0: Well, to, to your home first, presumably, for the wedding. Yes. And then... And, this and then Eisenbrook
1: through Eisenbrook to Kemedosh,
0: And meanwhile, we... Get someone from here to guide us to the, the, the spire staircase, travel up there, and uh, make our way by boat to Shelby and then to Kemadosh.
1: Zuchet, do you have any. Oh, I guess we've got sending. I was going to ask for a method to quickly contact you. Uh, when... Yes,
0: my, my suggestion was going to be sending. Perfect. And I'll obviously. Let you know if I... If, if I find what I'm looking for. There you a uh, Trip between the planes.
1: Well, that... Sounds like a plan. Are we missing anything? Hmm. I don't think so.
0: I have my... Worries about where we left that... Uh, that Celestial, but I don't think there's anything we can do about it.
1: Yes, I... <sighs> I mean, it it's a long way
0: well, away.
4: But they're going to be a pain later, I think.
0: Mm. Whether they stay where they are or fly off somewhere to cause havoc, I think you're right about that. But that is what it is for now. It's, as you say, a long way away and in a very dangerous place to go looking for them. I don't think it should be our top priority.
1: Well, did you want to spend. A few more days down here, we can all rest a bit, and you can spend a little bit more time with Mila before we split ways.
4: I like that, and I'm still feeling the effects of of our trip, um, our return trip.
1: Yes. I could really use a bath.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't mind a rest myself. And as as for you folks, you're of course welcome to rest here for as, as long as you need before you set off hiking. I I'll have a I'll have a talk to my people, see how uh, they might be keen to get going. I'll have a chat. All right then. Okay. Your your little meeting uh reaches a conclusion. <laughs> otherwise we will just sit here awkwardly not ending a meeting forever. We have enough of that during the work day. Uh while you are here at the cabal, is there anything else you wanna do? Anyone you wanna chat to, any kind of preparations you want to make or shall we fast forward and say you get a few more days of rest and of course a lovely bath well okay it's a mediocre bath they don't live in the lap of luxury but it's a bath and that is quite good
2: i i believe i have a small list of um of sundries um to send back with the um with, the, yes, with I the, think you do um, yes I believe well. I took that list somewhere in my notepad files a long long time ago a very long time ago, and I do not believe I could find it out of character for love nor money but in character I literally in, do in
0: character list. you have that list and it's all yeah. sort of fairly yeah fairly it's shopping stuff. list <laughs> right right it's a shopping list and it's a fairly ordinary shopping list it's like we would really like some herbs and spices and some soap. Uh, and
2: I'll well, hand that off to the intern to, to, to the intern letters. who's taking them to
0: the um, spire. Uh, yeah, so you are well, not you, but um, Mila and company um, are provided with a volunteer who appears to genuinely be volunteering to, you know, go on a few days pleasant hike. Uh, well, it'll be chilly because it's like midwinter; it's like January here. But nonetheless, a a young person who lives in what is effectively a magic monastery is quite keen to spend a few days going on a little hike to a town with some aliens. That sounds like fun to them. (laughs) So they have volunteered for this duty, and they appear to be genuinely a volunteer, um, and will indeed run around storerooms getting what what can be easily provided um, and planning to pick up some other bits and pieces uh, in the town that is at the bottom of, of the stair um, I immensely with myself for remembering that <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think
0: that So at least they should be welcome to... when they reach the ribcage because it'll be like, hello we are the first people you have seen in actually only a couple of months which is unusually close for you, <laughs> you've never met any of us before but we bring soap and They will be welcome with open arms.
2: Listen, all these micro delivery apps—like it's a very <laughs> explosive model.
4: Oh man, those people up at the top of the spire are going to think we absolutely died because we didn't. We never. We never came back up. They just sent us down into the the deep dang tunnels down there, and they're like, "Okay, bye."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> And then then you came back up and you'd all turned into Drow, which was a very surprising. <laughs> 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 um,
1: we could either also... send word through Mila and crew, or we could even send a sending to let them know that Mila and crew will be coming through.
4: Yeah, we should probably send a, a send word or a sending um, to let them. So, <laughs> you know, they don't get stuck
1: um, up top. <laughs> Also, I'm sure they'd like to know that Zuchette is no longer trapped and is alive and well. Hmm.
2: No, wait, didn't we release... No, we released Zuchette here. No, right.
1: Oh,
4: yeah.
2: Yeah. And while you're at it, could you tell Lavender to expect guests?
4: (laughs) We're just casting sending to everybody. He only has Um, three a day, but luckily we have several days to do this.
0: You you do. Although I will say you're probably all aware um, that the folks in the ribcage definitely know that Zuchette is back because Zuchette has been sending. That's true. Because Zuchette's girlfriend lives there. So I <laughs> think it was fairly high on Zuchette's list of yeah. sent to them and tells them I'm alive and not in a rock. So they, they, they at least know. Um, but you may wish to send, yeah, to the, to the druids at the very top who let you into the stair
4: Yes. Yeah. That's what I was and, thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna... yeah.
0: And you didn't tell them, we're not dead. We're sending some people up. They're all drow. They'll be there in like a week. Yeah.
4: It's a, a pass of drow out. and like one gnomish
1: monk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, no. just roll with it. Uh... <laughs>
1: while we're talking about sendings, we might want to send while we're preparing. We may mm-hmm. also want to let your father know that Mila and crew are headed
4: home yeah presumably real did this pretty much immediately <laughs> after they yeah. got like home i think we like, did that okay, on screen
0: not... even oh
4: okay. yeah we're not going to um we didn't die anywhere uh, in our many travels
0: <laughs> yeah and and yeah so we can say you 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 send to um to vaughn and explain mm-hmm. not not not, yeah. You know, he knows that you're back and alive, and that you have Mila. Uh, but explain that you're sending Mila back um, by boat, and it's going to take a little while. That it should be a safeish journey. Mila's not planning on any intermediary adventures before coming home. Just He's a not of going home.
4: to go and and fight giant crabs?
0: Right. Ril's plan in the interim is go to a wedding <laughs> and a church. So <laughs> I probably feel like going to a church back. is somewhat understating things. Okay, but I'm just saying that that it's not a dungeon. No, it's yeah, not. It's not like fine. a site of adventure. It's a cathedral with bones in it. I'm yes, sure. Infraredly su- sure safe. The,
5: and yeah, boring. I'm sure the
0: universe will provide for adventures at some point, but really, it's not planning anything dangerous. Uh, this, of course, is received with, with much, much delight um, and uh, a hope of seeing you both very soon. You, the, the druids at the top of the spire are more surprised because they hadn't exactly forgotten about you, but when you didn't come up in the next couple of days, they were like, well, those folks have gone on further adventures that do not involve us and may involve death.
5: <laughs> they did and warn then, us.
0: <laughs> they did fair, warn like... you. And, and, then, and then, like, six or seven weeks later, you've popped up with their head being like, hi! Hi! <laughs> We found some drow. They'll be there in a week.
4: Hello, remember us? We let one of your, <laughs> your priestesses fly, um, and then she she didn't quite fall to her death, but it was <laughs> anyway, bad. anyway,
0: we're setting some people up. Please do not leave them locked in the basement forever. Thanks.
4: Yeah, I believe there was some kind of mechanism they told us about to um, sort yeah, of yeah.
0: There's basically a doorbell. Yeah. Um, let them
4: know people were down there, but...
0: Yeah, and, they, they, and you were given some instructions on sort of what time of day to ring the doorbell to be let out, which you can pass along. Um, I, I, I believe it was basically wait for the spire to light up on its 12-hour cycle and then give it five minutes. Or, or give it some amount of time for people to sort of clear the space and then ring the bell and we'll come and let you out. Which um, you convey these instructions to Mila and crew. Mm-hmm um anything else uh, they are yes. they are ready to set off in like a day or two so they they might just head off once they've got all the all their supplies together because they want to get home nothing very
3: important or big but maynard's going to spend his extra time here trying to learn a bit more gnomish maybe get a hold of a gnomish dictionary you know i'm not sure the there's
0: a dictionary Hmm. Roll roll persuasion.
3: Who am I persuading?
0: Uh, the person who manages the cabal's library.
3: Okay.
0: You are persuading a librarian.
2: <laughs> 14. Hmm. Movable type at
0: least. They do have movable type down here. That is a that is a strong point, which makes books less rare and less valuable than you as maynard are used to because you're used to things having to be handwritten which means every book is very precious um i know i've asked this before i cannot remember the answer do you speak draconic yes yeah so because draconic is both a very ancient language and primarily used for magic what you can get hold of it's not intended to teach Gnomish. It is intended to help with translating draconic for spells. Oh. But this means it gives you a lot of information. If you already know the draconic, you know, you can start building a vocabulary of gnomish from it. Um, and with books being a lot less rare down here, uh, 14's pretty good. Uh you 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 are gifted a draconic to gnomish dictionary. And uh the volunteer who is going on this uh, side side trip to to town is instructed to try and pick up a new one, or at least order one.
3: I am very happy. Thank you very much.
0: And you may add that to your inventory. Uh, no wish to draconic dictionary.
3: And also, while I have you, did you have any mm-hmm. any? I I forgot. I forgot to message you about the packed boon stuff. For you know? uh,
0: I also fully forgot. So let's just hope that. We don't have any major encounters because, yeah, okay. I forgot. <laughs>
3: That's okay. I can shelve it for now.
0: Um, I, I did write a bunch of stuff down, but it'll be somewhere in my pile from when I was thinking about this when it first happened. Um, um, yeah, I will need to take a proper look at that. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. Any more for any more?
5: Nope. I don't think so.
0: Okay. So everyone's made their preparations. Zuchet has written a long letter to be carried up to the ribcage. Probably not surprising. Um, and Mila and crew are quite happy to to add that to their their set of deliveries. Sorry, I'm trying to. Oh, no, sorry, I'm trying to do two things at once. and is distracting me because I'm trying to re-summon the robot that has fallen off, which is that one. Yeah, you are though, Craig. You're still in it. I'm now confused by the behavior of this bot. Um, (laughs) If you just go around, join and leave enough times, maybe it'll actually both come in and record. Okay. Sorry about that. You have made your preparations. You have replenished your packs and uh, refolded your socks, which are now clean. Um, Mila and crew uh, have taken their leave, uh, particularly of Rill, um, and set off on their journey on foot. They expect to take two to three weeks, probably, between the climb and uh, getting, getting, making their way downriver. And a couple of, yeah, there, there will be a number of boats to charter, um, but they're not worried about uh, difficulty doing this. Um, they might be a little short on funds, I would say. I
4: think we can provide those.
0: Yeah, they, they do have some stuff that is probably saleable um, because it is even mundane objects from the realm of a dead god are probably quite valuable. Um, so they have a chat about this and basically um, either they can aim to sell things uh, when they make it to the coastal city, um, which will have a bigger market, which they shouldn't, shouldn't have any difficulty getting there, uh, or they can trade some stuff with you and you can sell it later on. Really up to you on that one. Would you rather have gold or weird stuff?
1: The question. If we have um, enough gold for the diamond already, then weird stuff might be good. Yeah.
2: How much are we expecting to need for the diamond?
1: A thousand. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. I've got, I've got that much in cash. I'm pretty sure. I say very quietly in a private place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I've got 500, so it doesn't need to all be on you.
2: So we can afford to buy some useful things, I suppose. I mean, I'm going to be honest, like, it feels like we're carrying so much money. It's it's more than we could need.
0: All right. Okay. So Want to do some trading?
5: Yeah. Yeah. What kind of weird stuff do we get?
0: Um, they've got a bun- They've got they've got quite a, quite a bundle of uh, feathers from the, the the giant killer peacocks, um, which while they were in Stone realm, they were mainly using to refletch arrows or make new ones. But um, they've brought along because trans because they had not forgotten that making some kind of profit off the being trapped there for a, a hundred years might you know make their lives nicer afterwards. And they're real pretty. And they're transplaner. So there's they've brought along quite a quite a bundle of of those. Um they've also got between them uh still a couple of the uh the venom spurs that those birds had. During your fight when you were trying to get out of that plane, you saw a couple of them using a healing item that they like stabbed their hands with. Uh yeah. these are, it turns out, these spurs from these birds, which have healing venom no one's quite sure why but they do they've got a couple of those uh, they're not very strong healing items um, they get you out of a tight spot once, but sold as curiosities those might might fetch a fair amount most saleable is that over the course of their time there they have accumulated a, a jumble of you know chunks of of attractive marble or broken gem. Well, not, not not nothing quite to the level of gemstones from a jewellery perspective.
4: Like raw gems.
0: Yeah, a lot of stuff that you would probably class as semi-precious mm-hmm. if it was not also raw material from a dead god's realm. It's, you know, attractively polished, colourful rocks, but where it comes from makes it much more valuable than an equivalent piece of, say, turquoise or jasper. It's that kind of level of, of attractiveness. and they've got several, you know, they were limited more by what they could carry and what was decorative enough to want to have around. One of the decorations they had in the the essentially house that they'd put together from up in the Avery because they'd been living there for some years and one of the things they had there was they had uh, a wooden bowl that they'd picked up from around the place and had filled with pretty rocks as a decoration and somebody had the the uh the bright idea of bringing that with them on the grounds that that would probably go a long way towards making their lives more comfortable when they got back they obviously don't want to part with all of that but they will happily give you a handful in exchange for traveling money
2: Mm. i mean certainly the feathers would be
0: good okay how much do you do you want to fund them
2: um i'm trying to think of I'm trying to reconceptualize the amount of money we have. Um, like, give me a second. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, I can, I feel like a, I feel like a couple of hundred gold piece, a couple of hundred gold pieces is quite like a yeah. decent amount to be traveling
0: with. I think so. I think that is, and you, you, you could reasonably conclude that that will, if it doesn't take them all of the way, it will at least get them depending on how much it costs to find the, the sea travel that they want. At the very least, it will get them all to Vanguard, where they can sell some more of their stash. Um, so they won't be stranded anywhere, um, and they'll have plenty of food and money along the way, and they will be well supplied.
3: And maybe they could get drugs as couriers, or
0: <laughs> We fixed your volume problem, Hans. You're loud now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Sorry. <laughs> It's all right, we'll all just turn you down again, it's fine. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
0: There we are, that's better. Um, okay, so you give, you give them a couple of hundred gold, and in exchange they give you... Um, do you want feathers, rocks, or a mix?
2: Um, I figure the feathers, because the rocks are like... Like you say, they're not like gemstones. Whereas the feathers, I'm looking at them like, oh, you can like attach them to something or weave them into something
4: also going to be kind of hard to maybe convince people that these Ross and my precious gems are from a dead god's realm and not just something oh, I mean, we picked up and are lying to them about
2: I, I oh, wave I mean, my hands and so,
0: I mean wizards well
5: yeah I, Okay. you,
0: you can uh, cast identify on it I'm sure that'll fix something okay let's say they will trade you uh, half a dozen feathers sure um which are quite substantial things. They these are some. These are not the full-on tail feathers, because those are taller than a person. Yeah. So these are shorter but very sturdy with very thick um, stems. Is that what you would call it. The, the central spine of the feather is very thick. They are very. They are brightly iridescent, um, but where a mundane peacock is blues and greens the blues in this is still blue towards the base of the feather but towards the tip it goes to this shimmering orange shade yeah it definitely unfamiliar definitely looks like it comes from a very large bird based on the the thickness of the feather Mm. not easily mistakable for something natural
2: yeah quill by the way thank
5: you
0: very thick quills Uh, And they're about a foot long.
5: Hmm.
0: But fortunately, things in the bag of holding do not normally get crushed. Uh If you overfill it, I assume it explodes or something. (laughs) Okay. Anything else? Mila's crew are all supplied. They've got all the stuff that needs taking up to the ribcage. They know how to get out at the other end. They They feel prepared. You've replenished your mundane supplies of, you know, food and stuff. Mm-hmm. You've had a good sleep. You've regained all your hit points, if you had lost any. Are you ready to teleport back to the White Forest?
4: Yes, let's hit the road. Physically,
0: yes. Great. Mentally, <laughs> mm. <laughs> emotionally is a whole. It, it, that's a difficult question.
3: <laughs> yeah, get a couple of updates on my bestie, the Queen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought you were saying in real life And I got real confused I was like
0: <laughs> Did she die again? While we were recording? <laughs> <laughs> okay You join Zushat in the teleportation room uh, Which is the one that you Recently appeared in This uh, This room that is set aside For teleporting into and out of It has basically nothing else in it Apart from a doorbell It's very plain uh, it has a teleportation uh, set. It, it has a teleportation circle set into the floor, uh, which Zouchette is capable of activating. Uh, however, in this case, because you're not going to a circle, she is going to use a more difficult spell, uh, which she can cast, which will let you go, uh, more or less arbitrarily to somewhere in the world. and because of good decisions and forethought, she has got a pebble that she picked up in the white forest. So you will be jumping back to uh, the same place you did last time, uh, just outside the tree line near Maddock, uh, from which you will be able to find your way uh, almost certainly. Okay. And she does the usual, the usual preamble of casting spells and uh, has got you all to sort of hold hands in a circle, finishes her casting, reaches out, takes the two hands of the people beside her and you feel the increasingly familiar swirl and tug of being teleported and go from the cozy indoor surroundings of the golden flame to a green field and a nice breeze and uh, the the gentle smell of pine it is uh, early autumn
5: huh. Well then,
2: first things first Bucephalus. I have a hungry horse (laughs) The
0: horse is deeply pleased (laughs) after all the many many and various confusing things that have been happening to her to be in a field where there's grass I meet the grass She's into that
4: This horse's life is just got to be the weirdest uh, life the horse has ever lived The (laughs)
0: first thing she does is kick a bit and run in a couple of circles, kind of just processing emotionally. And then being a horse, she settles down a bit because nothing is happening right now, and there's food. And you have a horse now. Congratulations. Hooray, just what I always wanted. Zuchette kind of dusts off her palms and uh, squints up at the trees. Well, this is going to take a while. I'd best get started. Give me a call if you need anything. You know more or less where I can get to.
1: Okay. Let us know if you run into any trouble as well.
0: I will, I will. I'll I'll try not to get back in a rock for a hundred years.
1: That would be helpful. Best of luck,
0: and we'll meet up when somebody finds something. Sounds good. Hmm. Okay. And Zuchette starts uh, striding off on her little gnomish legs, so not very fast, into the trees. Right then. Time for some orienteering. <laughs> <laughs> you know full well, because you understand the basic geography of the forest, that if you are at the tree line near Muddyk, then all you really need to do is walk west along the tree line, and eventually you'll find a road. And when you find a road going into the forest, you'll be able to work it out from there. Hey. Like, it's not that you've done this route before, it's that you know the approximate geography. Of your home region and where your house is, mm-hmm. uh, I am, I am in, I am inclined. Uh, unless you are actively seeking danger and adventure, categorically not, <laughs> or making any, uh, uh, any stops along the way, of which the obvious detours would be uh, the college and or Fossburg if you wanted to go to either of those places.
4: No. Um, what's in Fosburg again? I forgot. Fosburg is where the Queen's people live. Oh, no, let's not.
0: Also a notably <laughs> terrible place to buy diamonds, so. Yes. <laughs> right, it is frequently the residence of a dragon, and is probably not an ideal... D- diamonds go one way, yeah.
5: hmm We
4: got our singular diamond from there, though.
0: Right, but I think you were overcharged for it.
5: Yes, we were.
0: <laughs> In which case, I think we should fast-forward you uh, to your triumphant... It's sort of too mid-story to be triumphant. But, but, but to your welcome return uh, to Grisgard after several days of journey through increasingly familiar territory uh, to all of you, but especially to Ember and Trick it's that kind of instinctive knowing when you're within half a day's walk because you are inwards suddenly that you have known all your life and you know this road and it's it is familiar
1: the road Sorry, almost feels as much home as home does in it's familiar right.
0: it, it's mm. that sensation of not only do you know where you are but you know how many hours it's going to take you to walk home from here hmm you know which turnings would take you to trading posts or foraging spots for specific things. At this time of year, uh, the local pigs have all been turned out into the forest to uh, hoover up fodder from beneath the trees. Uh, there's not so much in the way... there's some acorns, it's not devoid of deciduous trees, uh, but a lot of it is more more like pine nuts and... Uh, the native tubers, which are probably not strictly speaking potatoes, but I bet the, I bet the white forest does a great line in literally pig nuts. Mm. That's what they're called. But you will see occasional groups of the the local sort of red-haired breed of pig snuffling under the trees, which is also very homelike to you. And you know better than to go, you know, to treat them like they're to be hunted. These are livestock, not wild. And after a few days journey, there, there comes the expected hour when you are emerging into the large clearing uh, where the people of Grisgard grow their crops and raise their houses. And it is it is home. And here you are.
1: Oh, well, it's so good to be home, even though I know we'll only be here a short period of time. There's just such relief in being among familiar things.
2: And I make my way into um, make my way in towards the main house because that's where Lavender will be running yeah. the books or doing the various value-adding things that don't directly involve pulling things out of the earth.
0: Yeah, um, uh, you, you cannily allow Ember to get mobbed by all of the Younger cousins <laughs> and, and nieces and nephews and Turn <laughs> them in first right and, and leave them distracted by ember so you can give them the slip and go into lavender, who did know to expect you because Bill yeah. did a ascending
5: mm-hmm.
0: um, so it's not exact, not exactly startled, but of course didn't know exactly the day and the um, hour
2: yeah and i believe I believe it's been long enough that I have been preceded by the. Here's a gift. Here's a gift for the wedding if I don't make it back. And you have. Hopefully, I'll make it back at all again. La- Lavender Something gets which, no doubt, from... she's very
0: used to. Yeah. La- Lavender gets up from the, the farm ledgers comes and gives you a hug, and just sort of holds on for a while. Mm. Facing your shoulder, just welcome home.
5: I've missed you. I've missed you. I wish I could say it was staying. I mean, for good. Divine quest not done yet. It's all a bit much. We're partway <sighs> there. Um,
2: Are you allowed
0: to tell me about it?
2: Um, I shrug and I say, I think, I think it's safest not to say too much. But, um, it's, it's important though. It really is, or I wouldn't be going. I know. It's all very, um, it's all very, it's all very big. And, uh, i tell you what, though, gnomes are real, I'll tell you that much.
0: Kind of leans back and looks in, in your face. I said what I said, gnomes are real. You're going to have to tell me some of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, sure. I'll tell you what, though. They're not, I've not been, I've not had, I've not been, uh, Slowing things down with the, um, uh, with the, with the McAllisters, have I? I say, frantically inventing a surname for the family that this um, woman is marrying in from.
0: Lambda shakes the head. I, th- I think they're not in. weren't entirely expecting you back, but no, it's it's all it's all in hand. Good, good.
2: Because uh, well, just in case of, uh, I do have, um, well, a bit of money to put back into things. And uh oh, the brooch you sent is beautiful. Yeah, it's it's it is a lucrative business saving the world it turns out. <laughs> and uh I've brought back um well I've brought back um some feathers from the uh divinatory beasts of from the divinatory birds of Stonewalker, which I thought might be nice sewn into sewn into something. <laughs> I say
0: very <laughs> like, almost <just> <laughs> Pub Lavender store, is right? very excited by this, and you, you, know, you sort of lay them out on the kitchen table and, and start planning what they could go into that wouldn't wouldn't damage them. Because you don't want to break them up too much, because hmm. it's like embroidery. You want to be able to reuse the whole piece hmm. and start thinking about what you could integrate those into to just to show off that you are in the world-saving business and therefore a good <laughs> and uh, and wealthy family to marry into. That's right.
2: I ask after the harvest and general well being of everybody. The harvest has uh, been
0: been pretty okay. uh, The oats were not the best year, but you kind of made up for that with the peas. And
2: I just realized we've been gone about seven, six or seven months since the first time I left.
0: Something like that. Yeah, something like that.
2: Just like. The real, like, heart wrench of as I'm of like as I'm talking, just my eyes slide off and I realise that the littlest one is like hauling themselves up against the wall.
0: Yeah, she's like toddling now.
2: Who was like a babe in arms when I left? And you miss come an over. entire
0: growing season, and now it's harvest. And
2: I come over and pick them up. And they don't really know who line. you are. Yeah, of course they don't. Oh, that hurts.
5: <laughs> How dare you? Ouch. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, we all make sacrifices. And, you know, it's, I, I will say it should be over one way or another in,
0: in a year at most, I should think. Probably less. A few months. And you'll come back afterwards? Or should I not count on it?
2: I've been putting in some very personal requests with the Lord of Falling Waters to make sure I'm carried home
0: safe. Amen. Mm -hmm. Well, now we've all had our hearts broken. What's everyone else up to?
1: (laughs) I think after saying joyful hellos to all of the nieces and nephews and cousins and everyone, uh, Ember would like to start up the forge and start making a... uh, another wedding present for the newlyweds to be
0: yeah and you, you you've got let's say uh you've got 8 days till the wedding your timing's great um so you've got time to to work on something with with what you've got to hand um what sort of thing are you making
1: uh i'm thinking of making like a small maybe maybe like hand sized dragonfly um maybe like master key to the house that they'll be living in or something something that's decorative but also useful
0: yeah that is a step up from a bottle opener isn't it (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think what it is is i think um so just just for like for some for some flavor yeah I think what it is, is that the Grisgard tradition is that the new couple move into a a house neither of them have been living in.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, You're not short of residence in Grisgard at the moment. So what this actually means is that there's been some hasty reshuffling. (laughs) And Rev has been living in the main house for several months in order to officially be moving into... The, the small cottage he was previously living in with one of the one or two of the other older siblings, mm-hmm. and then they're going to move out and he's going to move officially in again, but this time with Dragonfly. Um, but what it boils down to is you have to like go and borrow the key <laughs> from uh, one of your your nieces in order to make it more decorative. Mm-hmm. Um. But this is not the kind of village where everyone has to keep their doors locked all the time. Uh, and yeah. I, th- I think therefore this is, you can, you can pull this off, especially because you're not trying to you're not trying to rework the key itself. I would assume you're more kind of making a decorative Yeah. Kind of case to fit around it. Yeah. So that it becomes like it sort of sits inside the body of the dragonfly.
1: That sounds good.
0: Yeah. And you, you spend a few days working uh, on these of ma- making the ironwork as lacy and delicate as you can to give it these spread out wings and the uh the head of the key becomes the head of the insect yes it, it is very artistic and uh will definitely catch attention when uh, when dangled from the belt you don't have any strong visions while you are in the forge and the craft of it feels as it always has. But you do, over the, the few days of your, of your work, you have a stronger sense of the presence of the singing flame than you used to while, while you are working. You, you just sort of pick up on your connection being closer than it was when you set out on your journeys. Comforting real, you're getting a similar kind of feeling as as the moon comes up each night of just being more seen by it than you used to be.
5: Hmm. And
0: and Maynard, there's definitely something different about the trees. They have... They feel like they're listening. Like, the trees are noticing you more than they do most people that is
3: very unsettling am i am i having any more feelings about the queen than usual or
0: am i that still depends. connected you have um picked up you you picked up before you went back to browlgrin last time um a, a, a trinket that i think you're wearing actually yeah yeah, if you're wearing that trinket that is connected, then you definitely have that that back of your mind compass feeling. Pretty much from the moment you stepped under the trees after teleporting. Of... It's not pulling you, but you definitely don't really need to think about which direction the Queen is in. Because you know that at the moment she's out Fosberg way you just know you you always have that sense of which direction she's in you don't really have an emotional connection at the moment unless you are you know if you're going to sit down and meditate and try to establish one that might be different but in your day to day what you have at the moment is geographical
3: I don't think that I'm going to be very intently looking for an emotional connection with a giant white dragon But the trees noticing Maynard is a little disconcerting. It doesn't really know what to do with that sort of feeling, whether they're noticing him because of what he is, or because they're expecting something or some kind of reverence. It's very strange.
0: Yeah, I think Maynard has a lack of a lack of traditions that would tell him what to do in this situation.
3: Might learn how to speak to plants (laughs) and ask them.
5: There you go.
0: Um, roll me an insight check. Good at that, I think. Yeah, it's your strongest skill. As a traditional, (laughs) actually, you are quite good at that. Mind, I was being sarcastic about wizards and wisdom. You get the impression that it's not the individual trees. There isn't that kind of separate. It's not that they have individual consciousnesses with which to pay attention to you. It's the forest as a whole as expressed through its trees. Talking to one of them would be equivalent to talking to any of the others this is a collective entity.
3: Yeah, I thought as much. Mm. Fun. Fun, fun, fun.
0: There's just that constant sense of something much bigger than you watching. That actually might be a great place to end the episode and uh come back in next uh next episode for a wedding, uh in which I would love to know what you're all wearing because you didn't have time to go shopping. <laughs>
5: oh yeah no. <laughs> or at least hey, you didn't I'm tell home, me you going, baby
0: you're fine ember's fine uh Rill and maynard i don't know whether you've been spending this week sort of frantically assembling wedding outfits Poor. or whether you're going to wake up in the morning going oh no wedding oh, outfits no. i can't press the digitation in a hurry
3: <laughs> i think that I mean, I've been I've been reading a lot of Discworld lately, and the impression I get is that a wizard is always appropriately dressed, even if it's the same outfit that they always wear.
0: Right. You're dressed as a wizard. Yeah, that's 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 formal. Just (laughs) as fact. And may have influenced Maynard's choice of career. (laughs) Just like if I'm a wizard, I will never have to worry about the difference between morning and evening dress. (laughs) (laughs) That's an upside (laughs) Rill probably has a set of fancy clothes Stashed away in the bottom of his pack to be fair
4: Yes he does have vestments And such so
0: There we are it's always appropriate to turn up To a wedding as a priest Yeah, (laughs) Especially a priest of the right pantheon Which you happen to be in So there we are everyone is fine and set for the wedding Um, And I think A wedding and a feast Is probably what everyone needs How are we for time? You know what? We can do a wedding scene within twenty minutes, and then I think we can just do the one episode today because I'm a little rocky.
5: Okay, that makes sense. Sounds good.
0: Um, so Ember and Trick have pulled out their best things from their cupboards, which are here because this is home. Maynard has decided that a wizard robe is all he needs, <laughs> and and but has at put on his clean
1: the wizard robe.
0: I think that's. You, you have you have days of time in which to both clean it and patch up the uh occasional uh, sword claw acid fire fence <laughs> that it has picked up on your adventures.
3: Maybe I'll put uh like a nice nice sprig of evergreen tree in my hat. Or uh, do I have a hat? I don't have a hat.
0: Would you what? like to have hat? a hat? You
4: should hat. absolutely have a hat. You need to get you a wizard <laughs>
5: hat.
0: Imperative. <laughs> okay maybe just but you, you
3: weave are, are you trying to weave. fashion a hat
0: now or are you just putting that on your shopping list for later
3: i'm putting on my shopping list for now i'm just going to uh weave a little wreath of of
0: leaves and branches and things hmm you, you are gently warned off that um by mm. by one of ember's siblings who sees you at this uh just because uh that is the custom for the bride and groom
1: oh
3: Okay,
0: that would be a faux pas. It, right, it would rest, like that. It, it's not that it would be unforgivable, but it would be socially awkward. Because as you assemble on the morning of the wedding, uh, weddings are held uh, in the morning in Grisgard. Uh, the bride and groom, like, and as with most of the rest of the villagers, are not wearing outfits that look like they are single-use clothes to get married in. They are wearing their nicest things, but these are nice things that they would expect to reuse at future festivals and major business meetings. There's a, a, a lot of embroidery around Dragonfly's cuffs, which she has probably done most of herself. Uh, she is wearing this crown of green ivy, and Rev the groom has a, a, a not quite matching, but a, a counterpart. Wreath of uh, dried autumn leaves, in lovely shades of red and orange, and you can hear as you assemble for the ceremony, um, just off behind one of the buildings, um, the wedding feast being slaughtered.
2: <laughs> uh, this is what we—this is what we in the business call a Metzgerei. <laughs> <laughs> Love
4: a metzgerhai.
2: It's a um, alpine alpine thing of the butcher's table. It's like having a a um, it's a meat feast. It's a sort of meat buffet based mostly on like offal things
0: that will like spoil quickly. All, all 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 the preservable cuts of meat go off to be ham, and all the bits that you have to eat today become dinner. Yeah,
2: yeah, it is still a thing, it although it's li- more um
0: commercialized and touristy. <laughs> Trick as the parent of uh, the groom, would would you like to officiate this this thing? So, yeah, um,
2: I there has been a a scuffle in the background because of course they have sorted out who's going to like perform the ceremonies.
0: Absolutely, while you weren't here, and therefore clearly right. were not performing it.
2: But normally it would be my job because I'm you know I'm 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 devoted to the Lord of Falling Waters. Who is, um, one of the who is the
0: one of the main marriagey so people, the, the the general patron of of your people,
2: right? Exactly. If you want to elope, then maybe you get then maybe you could ask the messenger to to solemnise it. But you know,
0: um, <laughs> if you're doing because things for a, properly for a proper wedding, it would be the Lord of Falling Waters, absolutely.
2: And I and I have established myself, um, under a. Um, the wedding, the wedding taking the main part of the ceremony taking place under a bower, mm-hmm. um, and I'm there with my with my fancy my fancy cloak, which trails on the ground, which which lets you know that it's fancy. That is very um, fancy. And the um, and the other two and the other two were brought in by the you know higher status members of their families remaining so um rev yeah. being brought up um lavender and which...
0: ember i think are walking rev up yes yes
2: and then the um um and then probably her and then probably um uh, dragon uh, uh and probably dragonfly being brought up by her um uh, by her parents and the it opens it opens with a it opens with prayers to um the lord of falling waters and also and a fair few of which use a fair few of which used to belong to the um uh, to the dawn Star, mm. um for, before for
0: good fortune for children Exactly, new beginnings and new couples. Yes, before Mm -hmm. the dawn star stopped being able to answer said prayers,
2: Mm -hmm. um, after which, um, after which each of the, um, each of the couple are, um, uh, give basically ask 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 the blessing of their patron gods, um, and, I. And I take and I take and I take their ha and I take their hands and they and wrap a and wrap a cord around them. I think mm-hmm. hand fasting is a good um I think so. It's a good yeah. it's a good ceremony to have. Yes. Um and I and in particular, um yeah, in particular um in particular um because she's joining our family mm-hmm. um um once Which very much the... can
0: go either way in Grisgard, but in this case, you are specifically yes. bringing Dragonflight in.
2: Exactly, um, because she can, uh, because of because of that, she Once the ha- wants the hand. Uh, no, actually, right before the handfasting, she's she turns to her parents to give them back, um, uh, to give them back like her keys or. Um, if she doesn't have keys and some some trinket, some like symbol, some symbolic part
0: of, um, you know, belonging to the house, right? belonging to their in, family. In, yes, it's it's quite a significant moment for Dragonfly because the reason, well, one of the reasons you were were courting Dragonfly specifically is that she's a smith, and with Ember having gone off questing, you needed one. Mm -hmm. Um, so what she's handing back are the keys to the village forge yeah you can can see it's a wrench to let go of them
2: right right at which point at which point they they as a traditional refuse and then it's up to and then it's up to Lavender to even though everything has already been negotiated to press upon them gifts in exchange Um, in exchange for you know giving up this valuable member of their family Mm-hmm. um until they reluctantly, despite the fact that they are at this wedding <laughs> <laughs> that they have brought their child to this wedding, they reluctantly agree um and that is you know and and that and that is when the hand fasting is allowed to happen, um at which point things devol- things dissolve into general revelry right mm-hmm. and 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 not uh, and like you know people and like whoever's whoever is there with whoever is there with instruments kind of strikes up um, dancing and a general more relaxed um, part happens we have asked the gods we have asked the gods their blessings we have befo- we have performed the transaction and we have bound them together what more could you ask
0: for <laughs> done and dusted and uh, you hope the gods but certainly the sun smiles upon you yeah and there is the wedding breakfast, which is the slightly simpler meal, because properly managing a freshly slaughtered pig and, and getting the whole everything roasted that you're going to roast and all that takes some time. So there is a good six hours of gentle revelry, some light drinking, some enthusiastic dancing. Mm. Uh, at some point, the uh, happy couple are uh, both uh, hoisted up onto the biggest uh, plow horse. Available, because it has to carry both of them Mm -hmm. And uh, taken On a a gentle walk just around The borders of the village Mm Mm-hmm To To to, uh, formally Introduce them as a couple uh, To the land That they will be living on Yeah And then, of course, the horse has to make Three or four trips with increasingly excited Small children (laughs) Because the formalities have really been completed and everyone is in a, uh, a festive mood. Mm-hmm. And then round about sunset, the, the pig has been roasted mostly whole. And everyone gets down to some more serious uh, eating and indeed drinking. As uh, last year's batch of, of apple brandy, soon to be replenished by this year's batch, is freely passed around.
2: I think it's very, it's very wistful.
0: It's very hard. Yeah, and Lavender comes and sits next to you and sort of passes back and forth a cup of the the much gentler, regular cider and just sort of leans into your shoulder and doesn't ask you to stay, doesn't ask for any promises, just just sits with you.
1: Not me crying over fictional family,
0: <laughs> but you made it back for the wedding.
2: Yeah. Did make it back for the wedding? Yeah. And at some point, I will. I mean, I just, I just took off with the with the family valuables when I left. So now that there's, now that I have an adult child, who is, I think, fifteen. <laughs> um, he's an adult now. Um. Uh, the armor is, in any case, no good to him. But I will um, give him, and um, <laughs> with the with the with the slight awkwardness of of how of how if I should really have done this before the we- before the wedding, because they are going to be tied together until morning. Um, so you know, um, but I will find him to pass him, give him my sword.
0: Slightly drunk. And standing up very straight and trying to keep his shoulders square and, and be, be a grown man who is not just worthy of this honour, but who can take it in stride. But there is definitely still a degree of delighted teenage grinning that he's got the sword now. He's got the big family sword that used to hang over the fireplace. Yep. it's to hang it over his fireplace. Yep. <laughs>
2: And uh, with any luck, he will not be called upon to swing it around and threaten the similar threaten the neighbours armed teenagers of the next barony over. Yeah, um, <laughs> anytime soon. And yeah, I think I hold my baby a while and talk to my children a lot. My other children, I mean, Rev's busy. Um, I've been I've been trying to grab. I know somewhere I've got a list of them all, which I can't remember off the top of my head.
0: Your beloved children, whose names you remember,
2: Moonlit my um my, my darling daughter. I think I think I think her and her and her brother, because they're twins. Are are the next oldest.
0: I think so. Yeah, probably about thirteen. Um,
2: younger than that, actually. I think it's more of a gap uh, off the mm-hmm. top of my head. Um, but only a little younger. Um, and those two getting excited about about well. You know, like, but who are we going to going going to marry? And I was like, do have to look. <laughs> don't have to work you're, it out that far in advance." Yeah, give
0: give it. Also, give it your a babies. Few years. You were born last year. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> pretty sure. You are not even. You've not even got tall yet. mm mm-hmm. You know, leave it till at least you've had a growth spurt before you start pairing off. Yeah, it's all just a bit bittersweet. We will bring the curtain down as the dusk comes down on uh, this family celebration. Come Out and Play is a Real Play podcast project, all trans, all the time. You can find us at CAOPcast on Patreon and on Twitter, and at our website, comeoutandplay.games. If you're trans or non-binary and you'd like to get involved, drop us a line. And as always... If you enjoy our show, share it with your friends. And if you don't enjoy our show, share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is how a project like this gets attention. And we just love attention. Because I think at this point it is Chekhov's dragon. (laughs) I think if you hang a dragon on the wall in act one, you have to fight it in act three. (laughs)